and talk we will. Good afternoon. It's Friday. Oh, man, you can say that again. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Working there at that Burger King in Kalamazoo, Elvis. Listen, it's Friday, and I can't believe we made it after the the weather from hell we've been going through. Ay, ay, ay. Well, we're on our way to trying our best to making each and every day count because each day is a gift. But my goodness gracious, what have we done to deserve this weather? Nothing, I, I don't think. But an EF1 tornado ripped through Ingham County with winds up to 90 miles per hour and crossed into Livingston County last night. Meteorologist with the National Weather Service saying it's official. They're investigating for potential others. Authorities say at least one person has been killed, and reports indicate maybe another person is dead. We'll get all the details and pass them along to you as we can. As the Weather Service is looking at a few other locations in the region, such as Plymouth Township, Belleville, Frenchtown Township, where there may have been brief tornado spin-ups. I was uh, glued to my television set in my office watching all of the really, I think, excellent coverage. It gets confusing sometimes, and there's three or four different tornado warnings, which, of course, we've all learned a long time ago. The difference between a watch and a warning is a lot. And we had warnings last night and severe storm warnings last night and uh, i i could not believe the amount of rain and how hard it was coming down at one point and i know because i was out in it to get sophie who was coming back home and i had to get her from her car to the front door with a huge umbrella and i cannot believe ever i don't think i've ever stood in a rainstorm that was raging stronger than this one last night and the thunder and the lightning and and we live on the edge of a golf course and we you could just see it all and i was keeping my eye peeled and it's not easy to peel your eyes but i kept my eye peeled for a tornado now it wasn't anywhere close to here but tornadoes can be close to here in in a matter of seconds so what a night. I And uh, the first thing I thought about, Rieger, was you losing power again, but you did not. No, we, we're good. Um, I, I was worried. but uh, Well, I bet, because you lost it in the other store. Yeah. yeah, so, but my brother, on the other hand, who lives in Canton, no power. Lost his power. Still out? Still out, as far as when I was driving in here, I, just, at, just before I spoke with you this morning. So. I uh, saw... And then I saw DTE said that, uh, 80% should be back by Saturday. Oh, boy. Well, that is tomorrow, but uh, it's, you know, uh, an hour without power is uh, <laughs> is very tough. Right. And uh, and I was reading, you know how many, how many homes and businesses were without power early today across this great state of Michigan and our neighbors in Ohio? Oh, I can only imagine. 700,000 people. That's, un- that's unbelievable. Doesn't just happen here in Michigan. It happens everywhere. But, of course, it matters most to us when it happens in our own home. I mean, Danielle's here running the board. How long did it take you to drive in here this morning from your house, Danielle? From my house, it took an hour and a half. And how long does it usually take? Uh, 30 minutes. 
Wow. A full hour more. Yeah, 90, 94 right now in Detroit. There's huge flooding over the freeway going both uh, east and west. So don't even try over by Livernoy. Find a different way. There's there's no there's no hope. I, my my car started slowing down, so I was like, "Oh no, the engine's about to be flooded. I'm screwed." Oh. But luckily, I made it through. Yeah, it, well, there's you know they come up with these slogans that are good ones. There's a good one about not driving in the flood water, but I can't remember what it is. Does I, anybody remember? No. You know, like don't veer for deer. There's one for flood waters too. I somebody call us and tell us because I I've heard it. Yeah, I don't know, but I can't but... remember what it is. No. Yeah, I mean, even I had uh, had to get off uh, lodge uh, for for one exit uh, that, that that's closed, like at Linwood, and the lodge uh, usually is pretty good uh, southbound t- this morning. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of closed roads and uh, um, hard to get around. Yeah, it's a mess. It is a mess, and we're going to talk about this later. What the heck is going on with all this weather from hell? It's not, uh, you brought this up a, a weeks ago, and it isn't our imagination. We're having some of the worst weather ever, or at least so it seems. It's We're going to check on that, aren't we? Aren't yeah. we going to check with Paul Gross at we about uh, 1249 Gross. or so? Yeah. Uh, meteorologist uh, emeritus, all ro- good guy, all around good guy, WDIB Channel 4, and they did a nice job on Channel 4 last night uh, trying to hold our hand through all that was going on. But we don't want to go through this. I mean, enough already. Enough it already. Looks like Danielle got that phrase. The phrase oh. is, don't drown, go around. Oh, that's it. There that's it good. Mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. Don't drown, <laughs> go around. You know, I mean, it may sound stupid, but I'll tell you what, the don't veer for deer has caught on uh, because it's easy to remember, and people naturally veer for something that jumps in the road in front of them. But you can't. It's as bad as it is. It's far better to hit a deer than that tree alongside the road that you go into or that head-on collision with a car coming the other way when you veer. Don't veer for deer. Don't drown. Go around. And some of these uh, floods have been so fast that it doesn't look like it's a big deal. And then all of a sudden, as Danielle, you said, your car looked like it, the engine could shut off and you could be floating. Oh, yeah. I've, I've already had an engine flood because of a um, a lake in the road. So I, I, I like extra panic. So, Well, I, I, I don't want anybody to panic, but it gets it feels like a panicky situation. But remember... Don't drown, go around. Don't drown, go around. All right, good to get that in there. Uh, We know that the president turned himself into the police in uh, Georgia. The crazy weather continues. We're going to talk about that. And um, the UAW uh, says authorization for a strike against the Detroit Three overwhelmingly approved. No surprise is there. Well, the one surprise, though, was we had some good news with the uh, the battery plant. Right. I don't have the story right in front of me, but any good news is really great news when it comes to the UAW and any of the big three. And this is, in a sense, Ultium, the battery company, but it's General Motors, and General Motors needs those batteries. And they have been, because it's a new company they've been negotiating, they finally came up with some, some figures. And this is really a, an interim fix. Um 
Oh, here it is from the uh, top of the Detroit News. Ultium agrees to wage hike at Ohio plant. Tentative deal with UAW would increase pay more than 20%. They're not done, but I'll grab any positive news I can. I got some positive news. Been a busy day in the Smith household. Sophie heading back up to Ann Arbor for school, so we had some movers here taking some things. They cut it close. She gets to get into her living accommodations uh, house with some other friends at, like, at noon, and they start school Monday. That's To me, that's close. That's cutting it close, moving into a new place. Um, and we had Chet's Cleaners back. I told you about them before. It's even before I even knew they were advertising, but they are advertising with the good guys, the inside-outside guys. I didn't know that when I was telling you about them. They are so good if you need anything clean, carpet, upholstery, rugs, drapes, blinds, whatever you need, marble and stone, tile and grout, wood floors, And I met one of the Chets today. He's the third Chet. Chet Sadowski III. Marketing director, it says on his card, but he's just an all-around good guy following in his mom and dad's footsteps, who are still very much involved, and our listeners to this very show, which we appreciate, Chet and Sally, thank you. They started uh, Chets in 1986, and Eric and Ashley... Uh, were the workers that came over for Chet's cleaning today, as well as Chet Sadowski, because he was in the area, wanted to say hi, and I appreciate it. These people are very good at what they do, and I love the fact that they're another great family business. So I wanted to pass that one along for you. Uh, we got lots to talk about, and we will, here in Focus with Paul W. Smith on WJR. Well, I have to tell you, I... Uh, I wrote this in my column because I have to write it a few days in advance because it's not a news column. It's an opinion column, obviously. I'm not a newscaster. I'm an opinion caster here, too. Noon to 2, Monday through Friday. Or uh, uh, if you can't join us uh, live, you can join us on the podcast, thegreatvoice.com. And I hope you'll do that, thegreatvoice.com. Download the podcast every day and follow along and listen whenever you can. But I, I had to write my column, and I wrote it right after the whole uh, uh, President uh, Donald Trump thing. And it's got nothing to do whether he is guilty or not guilty, whether it's all a setup uh, to try to derail his chances to uh, let the people vote for him for president, which the people should have a right to do. Uh, this has got nothing to do with that. This has to do with these United States and an American president. He has become the first current or former We can hope that the current president will also follow this path, but I doubt it. But the first current or former United States president to get a mugshot. And as I, I just wrote in my column, as I watched the rush to get the photo on television first, it made me sick to my stomach. I do believe CNN gleefully won that race. Another sad display of the ego trip started by the now Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, who apparently made the campaign promise on her way to getting this job to get Trump, to get the former president. You'll notice that none of the earlier federal indictments needed a mugshot, which I'm told is used when you don't recognize someone and you think they are a flight risk. Or, I guess, in this case... When you want to totally embarrass one of the most recognizable persons on earth, I am guessing Miss Willis, who's not very smart, clearly, because she had no idea 
what a gift she was delivering to Mr. Trump and his campaign. This is the moment I saw the mugshot. I wrote this, and I said, I'm wondering how much money has already been raised by that historic photo. Haven't heard, but I bet a lot. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News correspondent and WJR contributor, the former president arrested, booked, leaves jail. What happens next? Uh, you've got the very latest on all the arrests in the <laughs> Fulton County election interference case. Ryan, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Paul W. And like you just said, there may have been one network that was first in terms of getting the winning the race to get the mugshot posted online first. But uh, I think that the Trump campaign was the first one to start making money off of that photo. Based <laughs> on what we've seen. No doubt. The minute I saw that and, you know, he doesn't do things just by chance. He 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 knew what face I wondered, frankly, when I knew there was going to be a mugshot, I wanted to be, be smiling like this is all ridiculous or if he would look like he looked, which I didn't quite pick, but he does have a, a distinctive look. And I said, I looked at that and I said, yeah. money, that's money. <laughs> if I could well, have printed T-shirts, if I could have printed T-shirts last night, uh, but I was busy with, <laughs> we had a tremendous storm here last night, so there was no way I was going to do anything. But it, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, I mean, I, I feel like I've seen him make that face a ton of times. In many ways, that's kind of his headshot photo. But, uh, yeah, it, it is. I think Jenna Ellis is the only one who was actually smiling in her mugshot, but the rest of them kept the, the, the mean mug going, and Trump was no different. But, you know, I, I don't think any of us were shocked by the fact that they were campaigning off this because I had a ton of people even say, it's just a matter of time till that mugshot becomes a T-shirt. Oh, yeah. uh, and it was, it was a T-shirt within an, an hour after the it was posted. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I don't, this this Fanny uh, Willis, who had such a vendetta, announced it ahead of time. She ran on getting Trump, even before anybody knew anything about what they should get Trump for. Uh, that's how she ran and campaigned. One of a couple that have done that. The guy in New York, I think, did the same thing. But but the the point is, they don't care about America. They don't care how this looks to the rest of the world. They only care about how it looks to their constituents, a small group of constituents. And so I'm sure she was smiling and gleeful and happy uh, working with CNN to give it to them first on their race to the bottom because they've certainly lost a tremendous amount of the viewership. But uh, here we are. What, what happens now? Well, uh, we are expecting him to come back next, early next month. He will do the formal arraignment. Will it go in and likely give a not guilty plea? And then that'll be a very brief process as well. Uh, and then we kind of wait and see where, when, in fact, these trials are going to be set for in terms of a date. Uh, you know, the, the Trump campaign and the Trump lawyers have been pushing to have these indict or these trials pushed uh, well past the presidential election, whereas the uh, prosecution, they want to have this as soon as possible, it feels like. All right, well, this uh, will be following it all, unfortunately, but that's what we do, and we depend on you, Fox News correspondent, WJR contributor, Ryan Schmelz, for the excellent job you always do for us. Have a great weekend. Hey, uh, you have a great weekend, too, Paul. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan, as uh, we continue on News Talk 760 WJR. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep, I forgot. I even have it written down. It's time, because it's Friday, to have my friend Mike Fallahy with us.
And whatever the weather, brought to you by Mary Grove Awnings. You know, whenever I see a deal, whenever I have a, a, a good company to work at my house, whether they whether they advertise or not, they should advertise with us, but whether they do or not, I let you know, and hence these things come up like they did at the beginning of the show. But here's a, a deal that I read about, and I said to Rieger, we got to tell everyone about this to make sure they understand it, and that is National Cinema Day. And boy, oh boy, is this Great news for you and for me for this Sunday, for one day only. It's National Cinema Day, and we're going to talk to the CEO of Imagine Entertainment, Anthony Laverde, to tell you just what a great opportunity this is for all of us. Anthony, welcome to Focus on WJR. Thanks, Paul W. Always a pleasure getting to spend time with you. How are you today? It's our pleasure, and I am fine. Made it through the storm, but it was scary last <laughs> night. I'm not kidding. Uh, there are unfortunately still a lot of people listening to us on their battery radios. Good for them for having battery-powered radios to keep listening. Uh, but we can take their mind off some of the trouble by giving them some uh, opportunities to really take advantage of this National Cinema Day. Why don't you, Anthony, tell everybody what that includes? Absolutely. Thanks, Paul. Um, you know, to celebrate just an amazing summer at the, at the theaters, which, which it really was uh, record-breaking, you know, we're, we're having our second annual National Cinema Day where you can come enjoy any film that you'd like for $4. You can have uh, a drink or a popcorn or a hot dog or any other concession, certain concession items for $4, and even some beer and wine specials. And, and it really is, you know, a way to celebrate the end of summer and, uh, we're even bringing back some classic films and all the new films that are out from Barbie to Oppenheimer. So uh, Mission Impossible, they're all available. And, and hopefully folks can uh, have a communal experience and enjoy the end of summer. Well, what a great opportunity. Any film, $4 Any film. Sunday in all of your imagined theaters and in other theaters uh, around the, the city, the state, the country on National Cinema Day this Sunday for one day only, and in this case, all Imagine Theater locations will celebrate by making all ticket prices just $4. Guests will be able to enjoy seeing a variety of film options, including the new releases, the early 2023 releases, and a variety of specialty films in all formats, just $4. And the tickets uh, are on sale as of, uh, when are they on sale? Are they on sun just Sunday or on sale uh, now? You can get it. They're on sale now. You can get them online on our app, any, anywhere that uh, tickets are sold. All right. Well, that's good to know. You can get your tickets ahead of time. And uh, and while supplies last, Imagine's offering, and, and you don't have to do this, so this is an extra nice thing you're doing at Imagine Theaters. You'll be offering special concession offers, as you mentioned, for all guests at each location. Uh, and that, again, while they last, uh, small drinks, small popcorn, magic pack, cotton candy, hot dog. We're looking at $4 concession items and even some $5 bar specials. So it's uh, it's wonderful in every way. It's all good. Uh, and for all the showtimes, and if I'm not mistaken, can't you uh, go to one movie, come back out, go to another movie for 4 bucks? Absolutely. You spend so the you whole can, day with us. You can spend the whole day <laughs> not home with the power out, but exactly. the whole day for 4 bucks a movie. You can eat your meals there. You can do everything. And, and Paul, we're even bringing back the original film that was shown at Imagine 
our first day that we opened in 1989 Roadhouse. Really? I yeah. If you were to uh, bet me a million bucks or say I'll give you a billion <laughs> bucks if you tell me the name of the movie, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I would not have been so, able to tell you. However, let me, uh, for no money, this is a low-budget uh, show, can you tell me what film was released in theaters on this day that is one of the most famous films of all time? It was released on August 25th in 1939. Now, I know I'm throwing you a curveball. I don't expect you to know this. No one should expect you to know it. But I thought since, uh, you know, you talked about the first film you had it imagined. Do you know what this film is I'm talking about? Should I embarrass myself and say Gone with the Wind? No, that's not bad. That's, you're not embarrassing yourself, but it, but it was the Wizard of Oz. Oh, and I, I wouldn't have known that if that. I don't sit here like a, like a stump <laughs> and and watch all the television monitors, read all the newspapers. Do I? I wouldn't have known. August twenty fifth, nineteen thirty nine, the Wizard of Oz uh, was uh, released in theaters. So it's a, kind of a a perfect uh, weekend to be doing this National Cinema Day. Of course. I, course when you watch wizard of oz it wasn't even four dollars to go to go to that movie but we, we can't go back to 1939 price we'll not in not in state in business i understand well this is just great news i wanted people to know and uh, at all your imagined locations uh there's there's so many wonderful opportunities for the popcorn the fountain drinks you can upgrade them or go with four dollar ones while they last and and some of the uh, adult beverages as well. Uh, tickets are on sale now and available at the box office or online at imagineentertainment.com, imagineentertainment.com, or through the Imagine app, uh, which I don't have. That must be good to have, huh? Yeah, we got to get you that. The Imagine app. You know how much app. you love your popcorn. I love your, uh, I'm going to say, as much as I should love the special, healthier, I think, olive oil popped popcorn. uh, That's correct. How shall I say? I'm so glad that's available for people who want that. No, you need to splurge. I I don't get to the movies nearly as often as I'd like, and so when I go, I want that real, freshly popped, imagined popcorn with real butter. Real butter. <laughs> yeah. Not that motor oil that we got used to when they, whatever, it's not motor oil, but whatever it is that they would put on the uh, popcorn that some people love, and that's great. You know, to each their own is what I like to say, or at least I just said it. Well, all Imagine Theater locations in Michigan, Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Indiana and for that matter, you can find a full listing of theaters at www, which no one ever says anymore, dot imagine-entertainment.com. Imagine-entertainment.com to find the Imagine Theater nearest you. Anything else we need to know, Anthony? That's it. Thanks for your support, Paul W., and wish you well. I, I, I just hope I can get out there. Sunday and take advantage of this. There are so many movies I still have. I've not seen Barbie. I'm, do you get to the movies all the time because you're working in the movie business? You know, I don't see them all at once. As I visit buildings, I see 10, 15, 20-minute increments of all of them. Oh, no. Over a couple of weeks, I catch them all. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that-
that's not the best way to watch a movie. <laughs> oh, man. So you haven't seen Barbie. I haven't seen Barbie. I, I'm almost done with Barbie. Oh, okay. Uh, I do, I do want to see Strays this weekend. I need a good laugh. Strays is supposed to be a good adult laugh, if that's the one I'm thinking of. That is that is the, the one. Is that yeah. the, the uh, animated humor. with the with the with the dogs? It's adult humor is the best Correct. way to put that. But they, and <laughs> and we have to remind the parents because they see it's uh, animated, they think it's a cartoon. Oh, we'll take the kids. No, it's not. Not from what I understand, it is not one that you want to uh, take the kids. All right, keep up the good work. Nothing else we Thanks, need to know, Anthony. That's it. You have a great weekend. You do the same, and everybody remember Sunday. National Cinema Day, select concessions at bars offering uh, offering is it's four dollars, uh, no seat upgrade upgrade fees. It's this Sunday. Tickets are just four dollars for any movie at any of the theaters. Man, that sounds like a lot of fun. And Anthony Laverde, the CEO of Imagine Entertainment, was here to tell us all about it. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks, Paul. Have a great day. You do the same, and a great weekend too. As we continue in focus on WJR. All right, we are uh, we are not out of the uh, the woods, so to speak. Um, here's what uh, Dave Rieger and uh, Danielle Mason have uh, received on their phone, and um, and I want to read it to you. It's the smallest of small print, but this message came out to apparently a lot of people. Public safety alert. Wayne County Public Health Advisory, due to contamination from flood runoff and wastewater overflows, citizens should avoid contact with all rivers and streams in Wayne County. Wash vigorously with soap and clean water if you come in contact with floodwaters. Watch out for your pets and do not eat fish from any of these Wayne County waters. I don't know. I, Dave Rigger, do you, Daniel Mason, have you gotten a notice like that on your phone before? No. I, it's the first time I've ever gotten that. I've never seen that. Yeah. That must be something new. Yeah. I've never seen it, but also uh, anyone eating fish out of any of these rivers is crazy. <laughs> you should know better, y'all. <laughs> You should know better, y'all. Don't be eating the fish. Well, fishing's big, and uh, a lot of people fish. Some people have to rely on fishing for some of their food, but that's another story for another time. Uh, There's a public safety alert out there, and uh, Wayne County Public Health Advisory uh, talking about the runoff and all of that. Stay out of the waters. uh, Avoid all contact with rivers and streams in Wayne County. Wash vigorously with soap and clean water. Uh, if you come in contact with the floodwaters, uh, watch out for your pets and do not eat fish from these waters. Man, oh man, I don't know what we did to deserve this. I'm going to say either nothing or everything, but then it gets biblical. Let's check in with Paul Gross, uh, meteorologist extraordinaire, meteorologist emeritus at Channel 4. And Paulie, I know you weren't there last night, but I was watching Kim and and uh, Devin, and and they really did do a a nice job during a very scary evening. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, quite an event, and and I was also live uh, live tweeting during the whole thing as well. Ah. And 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 I'll tell you something. I mean, the warnings were coming fast and furious, and the National Service did a great job in getting those warnings out 
well before the storms hit people. So that was that was good news in most instances. So it was quite an event. We expected it, uh, tried to warn people as best we could or prepare people earlier in the day that this might happen, and it did. So unfortunately, you know, it's one of those forecasts where, you know, you wish you want to be wrong and take the heat from people, but if you're right, you know, you have all the quarter million people without power, and not to mention the uh, now we have a confirmed tornado in western Livingston County, so that's that's been confirmed by the National Weather Service. So uh, there's a lot that went on last night, and, and you were just talking about the rainfall, of course. I mean, parts of especially western Wayne County picked up like five to eight inches of rain over the past two days. I said, Paul, I had to walk out in my driveway with a huge umbrella uh, to rescue Sophie, who had come home, and and she was parking outside. I had to go out there with the umbrella to bring her in the house, and I have to tell you something. I've been around a long time. I don't remember ever standing in a more pounding uh, rainstorm ever than what was going on in our yard and our area here, uh, and and uh, it was frightening. And besides the thunder and lightning, and you know, I picture all the worst things like lightning hitting my umbrella, stuff like that. But I could not believe the amount of water that was coming down. It was astonishing. Yeah, it was extraordinary, and unfortunately, these intense rain events, and I'm talking about the excessive rain events, they're becoming more common, and so I don't want to say get used to it, because it doesn't happen every day or anything like that, but it's becoming more common, and... You know, we have a certain, you know, stormwater infrastructure across the area that was designed and built, what, like 100 years ago or more? Yeah. And that was built based upon what was considered excessive rainfall then. Well, excessive rainfall now is way above that. So the question becomes, you know, what do you do? I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's a tough decision that society has to make because uh, this excessive type of rain is, is becoming more common. Even a note here from our dear friend, Macomb County Public Works uh, Commissioner Candace Miller, uh, one quick line here, quote, apparently the storms have become our new normal, end of quote. And it sure seems that way. One of the reasons we want to talk to you, Paul, even before last night happened, was it seems like these things are happening with a greater degree of regularity. We're not crazy. We, we really believe that to be the case. And another quick question I want to figure out is because, you know, technology goes on. How did they know for sure it was a tornado? They used to have to, they'd always say, well, tomorrow they're going to check and they're going to make sure, whatever. They knew these were tornadoes. Well, first of all, they are doing storm surveys right now, even as I speak, still getting the details to determine if it was a straight-line wind from thunderstorms or if it was, you know, tornado activity. We already have one confirmed tornado. But last night in real time, as I'm looking at the radar, yeah, I saw various storms that had rotation, but just because a storm is rotating, Paul, doesn't mean that it's producing a tornado. However, there is a product on the operators that we now have. It's called correlation coefficient. And what it does, it's basically looking at, to keep this simple, the uniformity of the targets it's seeing. So, for example, if you have just rain coming down, you know, raindrops are a pretty uniform target. If you have snow coming down, same thing. If you have hail coming down, that's the uniform target. However, when you have a tornado lifting debris up in the air, you're talking about leaves and branches and stop signs and, and tree limbs and shingles and boards and things. And there's a great disparity in what those targets are in terms of size and shape, as well as reflectivity back to the radar. So all of a sudden, when I saw that rotation develop in eastern uh, Ingham County, I switched over to correlation coefficient and saw this big blue blob. We call that a debris ball. 
and and I knew immediately that we had debris being lofted uh, at least a couple three thousand feet up in the air. So I knew we had a tornado without even anybody having seen it, and that's what this technology allows us to do, and that's why the tornado warning that was issued was a tornado emergency. They knew that a large tornado was on the ground when they issued that warning. We had confirmation from the radar. Yeah, it was, i got to tell you, it was uh, very frightening. I watched uh, Channel 4, as I said. Kim uh, did a fabulous job, and uh, uh, Devin was working with her, too, and I I will (laughs) – this is – this is how successful you guys were last night. I finally made the move to download your forewarn weather app. Good I move. had not I had not done it yet, but it was so easy to do uh, last night. Good. Yeah, you know what's great about that app? First of all, you you know obviously allow it to notify you to warnings and stuff, but it'll send you a note. For example, heavy rain in the vicinity, lightning strike, you know, three point two miles away. I mean, it will notify you. Especially like that in addition to the warnings and the best thing is that app travels with you so let's say you go to st louis for the weekend and stuff's happening in st louis you're you're gonna that that app is gonna you'll open it up and you'll get the radar in st louis and you're gonna get the the you know the forecast in st louis so yeah i i I saw that already it says your location and it had my location gross point and i i was very impressed and then I thought I might need to carry it down into the basement, and I, I don't have a television down there, so I wanted to follow. we got to run. Paul Gross, keep up the good work. Meteorologist Emeritus at WDIV Channel 4. God bless you, Paul. Have a great weekend, Paul. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. On your way to making each and every day count. Each day is a gift. Boy, we didn't think so last night. What a storm for all of us still people without power listening in on their battery-operated radios. Good for you for being prepared and having a battery-operated radio for times just like this. Um, we appreciate you uh, depending on us for help and information. Following what we all went through, you already have heard about the power outages. A lot of folks without power in Michigan and in Ohio, and we do know an EF1 tornado ripped through Ingham County with winds up to 90 miles per hour, crossed into Livingston County, uh, meteorologists with the National Weather Service saying, and then they're investigating for potential other uh, tornadoes. And uh, as we just heard, uh, we, we, you don't know for sure. Uh, some, some of the equipment that's available now, and Channel 4 has it, as Paul Gross was telling us, meteorologist emeritus at Channel 4, now they can tell earlier, but they still have to go out and check. Rotations don't necessarily mean tornadoes, and that's starting to get deep into the weeds there. But be that as it may, uh, the utilities are doing their best to get your power back on. You understand that. We did read uh, earlier something that uh, came uh, on uh, on your phones, uh, not on my phones, but on uh, Dave Rigger's phone, and I think uh, Danielle Mason, who's our engineer today, got it, too, about a public safety alert from the Wayne County Public Health Advisory saying due to contamination from flood runoff and wastewater overflow, citizens should avoid contact with all rivers and streams in Wayne County. Wash vigorously with soap and clean water if you come in contact with floodwaters. Watch pets and do not eat fish from these waters. So uh, we haven't seen something like that come our way on the telephone before, but, you know, technology keeps coming. Got a note here uh, from uh, a dear friend and all-round good person, 
the Macomb County Public Works Commissioner, Candace Miller, saying, look, apparently these storms have become our new normal. And uh, Paul, I think, saying pretty much the same thing. It's uh, it's true. Birthdays. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. Uh, you celebrate it with Sarah McCush, who just had her baby not too long ago. Very, uh, very new new baby. So Sarah McCush used to help me a lot with Sophie when Sophie was very little. She was she was Sarah was my was my mother's helper, and I appreciate that very much. She's married to a wonderful guy named Chris Moyer, who works with uh, for Claude Melinari at uh, Visit Detroit. So happy birthday, Sarah, and the one and only Victor Samalyanov. Victor, that Victor, Victor's Roofing, Victor's Home Solutions. Victor is celebrating his birthday tomorrow as well. If it's your birthday, happy birthday to you today or whenever it might be uh, over the uh, weekend. Let's see. Of course, we know the news by now, of course, that uh, and I had to write this last night because I write early for my Monday column in the Detroit News that uh, everybody knows now former President Donald Trump has become the first current or former United States president to get a mugshot. And I watched the rush to get the photo on television first. It made me sick to my stomach. I'm not talking about guilt or not guilty, uh, guilty or not guilty, or anything like that. I'm talking about a president of the United States and how that makes all of us look to the world. Not good, not positive, and these people don't care. CNN gleefully won the race to get the the, the picture out there, the mugshot, and this <laughs> This moronic Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, did this to embarrass the president because you'll notice in the other indictments there was never a mug shot or weighing him or any of the other stuff they gleefully did with this president. And this is because she's getting hers because she apparently used it as a campaign promise to get the president. And so now she gleefully is not thinking for a moment what it does for the country and how sad a moment it is, whoever's at fault. But beyond that, what a gift that she handled uh, and handed to uh, the president and his supporters. What a gift. I can't even imagine how many millions of dollars have already been raised off that mugshot of former president Donald Trump. Yeah, have did, you heard any figures here? No, but did you see that? So he's selling the mugshot T-shirts, koozies, bumper stickers. Oh, I, 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 if I could have made T-shirts last night when I first saw that, I would have gotten them out. And and made a gazillion dollars. Says but here I, that uh, we were busy with the storm. It says that uh, the merchandise, um, which includes the thirty-four dollar T-shirt, is accompanied by the words "Never Surrender." Well, yeah. I you know as soon as I saw the picture, I said, "Well, he had planned. He had he had he had looked at himself in the mirror even more than usual." And uh, and decided what he was. I wondered what he was gonna. What he was gonna. You know, was he gonna smile defiantly or he didn't? He he scowled. Is that a good way to put it? Was that yeah. would you call that a scowl? He was scowling defiantly, uh, and he knew that mugshot would be a rallying cry for. All the people that still support him tremendously. This is great. He's got uh, if you if you send forty seven dollars, uh, you get a free T shirt. Uh, Twenty five dollars. Wait a minute. Wait 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 wait. wait. If you send forty seven dollars, you're not getting a free T shirt. True. Just so That's I can help you saying. understand Correct. this yes. marketing. Twenty five dollars, <laughs> you get a coffee mug with the photo. 
um, $15, a set of two koozies, um, and then uh, bumper stickers for $12. A $12 bumper sticker. Wow. A $12 bumper sticker. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. uh, again, um, because this woman is not very bright, and she, she didn't care what the fallout was because she was living up to her campaign promise about busting someone before she knew anything to, that was out there to bust them on. Uh, this Fannie Willis has just given them the best campaign uh, fundraiser they've ever had. Ever. Not very smart. Not very smart. But anyway, um, power outages, unfortunately, a lot of people still without power. And in fact, between us and our neighbors in Ohio, of which we have plenty of uh, great family of listeners in the best and brightest audience of all of radio uh, on WJR, Michigan and Ohio... Uh, this is a while ago, but there were 700,000 homes and businesses without power. And I don't want to jinx myself here, but I've gone down to the basement several times, and so far, so good, I was knocking on wood. Uh, for those of you who don't even understand that reference, ask among yourselves. But I, I'm happy to say, don't jinx it, Paul. We don't have any flooding yet. I can't go through another flood like the flood of 21. We still have hundreds of boxes and all kinds of lost keepsakes. Anyway, that, that aside, what else are we talking about here? What else is uh, on our mind here? Well, you already mm. talked about uh, Cinema Day on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's good. Four bucks to go to a movie at virtually any any movie house. or I think they're all participating. We yeah. We happen to... Uh, key in on Imagine because we're good fans of uh, the good folks at Imagine and uh, and the, of course the the popcorn. Even Anthony Laverde knew as the CEO of Imagine Entertainment. Even though I usually talk to Paul Glantz, but I've talked to Anthony before. He knew I love the popcorn with the real butter. Oh, I'm whispering like a president. Well, maybe you can go like see the, the president movie. of the United States. I love the popcorn with the real butter. Maybe you can go see the movie on Sunday that um, Craig Russell is going to talk about, uh, you know, at the end of the, uh, 133. Let me just see. I, I read it earlier going through my uh, paperwork and uh, the Wiggly's famous corned beef uh, sponsorship. Uh, he's going to talk about Gran Turismo. There you go. In the theater and on Netflix. You are so not in. <laughs> You are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Oh, that looks hilarious. Adam Sandler. It looks great. I bet it's fabulous. Uh, so that's coming up at uh, 1.33, as you pointed out. And then Michelle Murphy. Great event coming up Sunday. I want you to join us. Kim and I will be there. Kim has been involved in this uh, fabulous uh, local kids with special needs modeling Somerset's back-to-school clothing lines at the annual Shine Fashion Show. That's... Uh, the funds raised August 27th will benefit Variety and FAR programming. This is a wonderful, wonderful event, and uh, it's Sunday, August 27th, the Shine Fashion Show, 2 p.m. at the Somerset Collection, South Rotunda. I will be there. I hope you will be there. Kim obviously will be there. She, for years, has walked Henry through the fashion show. This year, it's going to be Wesley that she will be accompanying and looking forward to it. Purchase your tickets starting at $35. Call 248-258-5511. 248-258-5511. I'll see you there this Sunday starting at 2 o'clock. As we continue 
on WJR. Uh, be calling nine right now at one 800 wjr to win a pair of tickets to see the King of the Waltz, Andre Ryu, and his Johann Strauss Orchestra in concert on September 13th at Little Caesars Arena. Andre Ryu is a musical phenom like no other, a true king of romance, having sold a massive 40 million CDs and DVDs and notching 30 number one chart positions worldwide, along with his 60-piece Johann Strauss Orchestra, which happens to be the largest private orchestra in the world. Andre has created a global revival in waltz music, staging spectacular extravaganzas, which are second to none. For a bonus chance to win, text keyword WALTZ to 800-859-0957. Official rules at WJR.com. Tickets available for purchase at 313presents.com and all Ticketmaster outlets, which is a nice way to move into welcoming the brand-new president and CEO of Detroit Opera. And Detroit Opera has announced Patty Isaacson Sabi as the new president and CEO. My first chance to speak with her and introduce myself, uh, Miss Isaacson Sabi, Paul W. Smith here. Welcome to Focus. Thank you so much. What can you tell us about you as you succeed uh, the longtime leader, Wayne Brown? And we, of course, had David DeKiri before Wayne. But tell us. Tell us about yourself. So excited to follow on the legacies of those two really great uh, people, producers who brought amazing opera and are bringing amazing opera to Detroit. I'm coming to you from a background of symphony orchestra, of uh, a, a pop culture and music museum of a museum that is interactive and immersive in Washington, D.C., that explores the power and the joy and the beauty of words. So it's all about storytelling, storytelling building, connecting with the community that's there. Really looking forward to being in Detroit. Well, we are so looking forward to having you. We're happy to welcome you here right now uh, in focus. And uh, the words of the board chairman, Ethan Davidson, who's a very great uh, board chairman, that's for sure. He You're says, quote, Patty Isaacson Sabi is a transformative, collaborative leader with more than 35 years of experience driving excellence at U.S. arts institutions with proven leadership and entrepreneurial skills and knowledge and experience in all aspects of arts management. She is the right match for Detroit Opera which has become the destination for progressive opera in the United States. And he goes on and on and on saying all kinds of nice things about <laughs> you. And if Ethan Davidson says it, I believe it. And so we're very excited. What would you say, if you know yet, would be your primary initial goal at Detroit Opera? Well, you know, Detroit Opera has in artistic director Yuval Sharon and the artistic team that works with him, somebody who has already rethought the concept of opera. You know, it doesn't have to just be in, in your opera house in a theater, which is a spectacular, spectacular 100-year-old theater downtown. It can be in your neighborhood. It can be in a parking garage where the flying horses of Valkyrie are actually cars. It can be a different way of experiencing deconstructing opera 
So as he's done that with bringing you uh, new and more relevant ways to engage with opera, I need to bring that same kind of new way of doing the business of opera. What are the new and exciting different ways we can market and reach people? What are the different ways we can work for and with the community to produce opera? What do we do with the business of opera that matches the innovation that he's bringing to the art? Well, you know, that's all good. Um, and we remember spending so much time with the founder, David DeCura. Yeah. And then I can't believe Wayne Brown's been doing this 10 years. It just zipped by uh, as president and CEO. And it's nice of you to pay respects to them because they really did try to do much of what you're now talking about as opera has evolved. And one of the first things that I know David worked on and I think Wayne did too is making opera much more accessible to to everyone. And that's important I... be because it had a reputation of being kind of a hoity-toity thing that people were almost frightened to go to because they didn't quite understand it. I love that you said that, and I love that you know David DeCara's, of course you do, legacy of it, who you put on the stage is as important as what you're presenting on the stage and whose voices are heard and who they're representing. It's an incredible legacy, and it's one that is seen far and wide outside of Detroit, not just in your community, but this is a company that has attracted national and international attention for that. Well, it's true. And uh, and I'm glad that they have such confidence in you. Um, and to continue and to build on David DeCaris and, and Wayne's vision of what was happening there. Opera has, uh, has evolved in our Detroit Opera House. Uh, in such a great way. In fact, uh, I, I don't stay on top of it as much as I should. I, you know, I still might refer to it as the Michigan Opera Theater, but it's now Detroit Opera officially, and it really is one of the nation's most vibrant nonprofit arts organizations, um, influencing the future of opera and dance. I mean, just putting—I don't remember what that thing is called. This the the oh, not ticker. It's not a ticker tape, but it's it's the words. When you take an Italian opera... Oh, the zipper titles, yes. Yeah, the zipper <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was called. But it's helpful for those of us who are not fluent. In, I'm not even fluent in English, but to not be fluent in these other languages and to run it uh, up there so that we have a better idea of what's going on. It That was so uh, simple yet so important. Every way that... We experienced opera and every tool that we use to create it and look at it in fresh and new ways and to bring it closer to our own lived experiences just makes it more powerful. You're exactly right. We have uh, tickets on sale now for the 2023-24 Detroit Opera season, which opens with three October presentations, uh, beginning with Puccini's tragedy, Madame Butterfly, as re-envisioned by an all-Japanese and Japanese-American creative team that transports the opera to a virtual reality setting. Wow, mind-blowing right off the top. You can call the box office at 313-237-7464. That's the box office for Detroit Opera, 
237-7464, or you can visit DetroitOpera.org, DetroitOpera.org. May this be the first of many, many conversations, Patty Isaacson, Sabi. We want to be on board helping you in any way that we can always. Thank you so much. You are awesome. It is our pleasure as we continue. Paul W. here in focus on WJR. Do, 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 do. All right, um, man. We have, uh, of course, we talk about the movies. We've already talked about uh, this great uh, National Cinema Day this Sunday. Four bucks to go to the movie. That's a sweet deal. But you don't get Wigglies with that, unfortunately. But you can get Wigglies, famous corned beef, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. But you can get it for breakfast at Sean O'Callaghan's Public House in downtown Plymouth, serving Wigglies many ways. But go get your breakfast on with their original pub breakfast. Two eggs, Wiggly's corned beef hash, Irish bangers, and toast. Get there today. Boy, does that sound good. It's time. Do we have an open? I think we do. Now, Movie Show Plus presents This Weekend at the Movies with Greg Russell. Sponsored in part by... Wiggly's famous Eastern Market corned beef. Now, with the best viewing in the stream and on the screen, here are Paul W. Smith and Greg Russell. Yeah! All right! And we're adding Dave Rieger, because Dave Rieger goes to the movies, many of them, not all of them, but he goes to uh, many of them. And I like that we do uh, on the screen, and how does that expression go with it? Rieger, on the screen and in the, or on in the stream and on the screen or on the in screen the, in the stream. In, it's one of those. Yeah. There, meaning, no. meaning, we, meaning we always give you on a Friday a movie that's at the theater in the theaters. Um, if you would, uh, if you would uh, like, and also the movies you can watch at home if you would like. But I'm telling you, um, we we with this Sunday. Being National Cinema Day, costing four bucks to go to any movie, is phenomenal. So we just have to find out, Greg Russell, if this movie, Gran Turismo, is worth going to. It's definitely worth the four bucks, so uh, that's for sure. That is for sure. And also, you got me now wanting to go to breakfast. Let's go right now when you get off. Isn't breakfast good any time of day or night? It is. It's that meal that no matter what time of the day is always perfect. It's comforting, isn't it? It's just a comforting yeah. thing. And we could all use a hug and some comfort after the weather we've been going through. And how. And how. But, yeah, when you mentioned Gran Turismo, it's, it's a fun, exciting movie, also based off of a true story. Uh, before I saw it, I don't know, if Dave, did you get a chance to see it? I have not got a chance to see it yet, but it looks, uh, after putting together the clip that we have to play, it looks really cool. It really is, and I think, because the little bit of criticism that I've heard from people is I think they thought they were going into the Fast and Furious Part 11. Oh. And it's like, it's like, no, this is, I said, based off of a true story about this guy who becomes this video game wizard with the game Gran Turismo, where Nissan decides that they want to put together a racing team because they're thinking they got to get kids back involved with driving actual real cars. So he wins it, so he's got to go through all these different states, you know, to qualify. And it's 
just this whole fascinating story about this guy who in real life went from being a video game racer to all of a sudden becoming like a NASCAR racer. Wow. That, that's a lot of, there's a lot of people dreaming like that, I would guess. So somebody finally took the, the whole video game scenario and turned it into a real story, but what's based on a real story, uh, where somebody who is excelling at video games actually gets into real cars and drives real cars. That's right. cool. Right. Right. All right. All right. Let's listen. Let's listen to Gran Turismo. If you miss a line in the game, you reset. You miss it on the track, you could die. What is this? It's a contest. The best Gran Turismo players in the world get a chance to compete in professional racing. Dude, this is real. You really think you're going to take a kid who plays video games in their bedroom, you're going to strap him to a 200-mile-an-hour rocket. It'll tear him to pieces. <laughs> this whole thing is insane, but out of the couch-surfing nerves that you sent me, he is the best one. Wow, that's yeah. that, that was very, very realistic. You're taking a kid yeah. from his bedroom in his pajamas... Uh, playing a game and strapping them into the real deal. Wow! Any I, this I, sounds like a film that doesn't need any stars. It, it doesn't. I mean, like the biggest stars are his father is played by Jaimon Hansu, who we all know. Uh, manager is played by Orlando Bloom, and his mom. I kept looking at her all during the screening, thinking, "I know this woman from somewhere." And it's Jerry Hollowell, one of the Spice Girls. She was Ginger Spice. That's oh his my. mom. Oh my. <laughs> Well, doesn't it drive you crazy when you see someone and you say, I know them for some reason or another, right. you know? Right. All right. But so uh, how, how many, uh, how many uh, Wiggly's Famous Corned Beef uh, Sandwiches or Breakfasts at Sean O'Halligan's, uh, how many are we giving Gran Turismo? Well, like we always say, our four, four is our big one. Uh, this one, a for sure good three. And we'll add some extra mustard because just with what you said about growing lessons, for nothing else... There's this one scene where Jaiman Hansu, who's playing his dad, took his son to his job. And just the things he was telling his son about the job and what you need to do in regards to making your own life really will resonate to a lot of people. Wow, that's cool. We love that. All right, let's uh, take the movie on Netflix and let's listen to You Are Not, You Are Not, You Are So Not Invited. Oh. Easy for me to say. You Are So <laughs> Not Invited to my, my Bat Mitzvah. Wow. My Bat Mitzvah determines the rest of my life. I just think Dua Lipa would make the party perfect. I look like the lady that pulls kids out of class when their parents get into car accidents. She's growing up so fast, it's crazy. I'm drinking now. I tried it the other day, I didn't like it, we're good. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, having been to a number of bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, they're rich for opportunity for comedy in a movie. You're, you're absolutely right, and same here. I used to do music, you know, for both, and you know, just dealing with the families and everybody. It was just like you said, I, I should have seen a movie back then. <laughs> and now, this is like the whole entire Adam Sandler family. I mean, it's like, I think his wife's in it, his kids are in it. And I, I dare say this much, Paul W. Reed and I sat down last night in front of the TV because we're all set to watch it because I like to have it fresh. To hit the button, our power went out. Oh, my. So yeah. I well. was not able to see the movie. But, uh, just the things that I've seen online. I mean, it looks it looks very funny. And like you said, just by knowing those type of situations, be it, you know, even a sixteen a sweet sixteen birthday party, we all know the different things you've got to go through with your kids. 
sure. to, you know, make sure that they've got the best one, the better one, and how they've always got to up one of their friends. So hopefully our power will be, be back on later today, and I'll be able to watch it. <laughs> oh, I hope so for everybody and those listening yeah. on battery-powered radios. Thank God you were prepared and had that. But it is such a drag. We've had such bad weather for uh, it just We've had more than our fair share of bad right. weather. I, I hope we can figure some of this stuff out. And uh, Well, I can only say this. If it's Adam Sandler and, and the rest of his family, it's got to be good. Oh, he yeah. doesn't need to do bad films anymore. No, you're, you're absolutely right. So it's kind of like, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something that's going to be funny, enjoyable, and make sure that my entire family gets a paycheck. So who can argue? Nobody with that. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Well, that sounds, it sounds like we're doing okay, except for the people who don't have power. Uh, but yeah. but, but there, you've got to look for the, uh, the silver lining, and the silver lining is that Sunday is National Cinema Day. So get over to the theater, your favorite one, ours is Imagine, and, and, and get in the air conditioning, take advantage of the $4, and you can see, you can see as many movies as you want to see. Just pay each time 4 bucks which right. is a steal. Right. And then they've got many of them, like Imagine, when we spoke with Anthony Laverde, that they have food deals at most of these places as well. So, I mean, that's the silver lining here. But uh, I really appreciate, Greg Russell, all you, all you always do for us with Movie Show Plus. Hope your power goes back on. Uh, Dave Rieger lost his power on the last storm, but so far so good he's hanging on by a thread. Uh, and, and everybody enjoy your Wiggly's Famous Corned Beef. Uh, for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner, for whenever. It's really the best. Thank you, sir. You know that. You were, uh, to me, you were breaking up, but maybe other people could hear you. Greg Russell, Movie Show Plus here on WJR. All righty, we close out uh, the show and the week with some important information. I know people are always tugging on you and wanting you to get involved to help uh, Various causes and organizations. This is one we've always uh, gone out of our way to help. It's Variety, the children's charity of Detroit. And they, all of these various charities have to have somebody there that's running the show. I can't tell you how fortunate we are at Variety, the children's charity of Detroit, to have the executive director we do, Michelle Murphy. And I've said that every time I've introduced her because I mean it. And when I think about it all the time, Michelle, we are so fortunate to have you god bless you oh good afternoon paul w you are too sweet we are the fortunate ones to work with well, people like you to make it possible well it's uh, it's people like kim who's on your board and has been for a while and she's been involved in this next uh, event that we're we're talking about coming up this sunday uh, benefiting a variety and far programming it's uh, the local kids with special needs modeling somerset's back to school clothing lines at the annual shine fashion show um why don't you tell our listeners about it so shine is a very special uplifting heartwarming afternoon it will be our eighth annual event and it will feature 22 children and families from variety and far and they are beautifully uh, and expertly outfitted by the stylists over at the somerset collection um, they're wonderful to us they, they really make this a very intimate uh, and beautiful experience each of the models has a wonderful day planned, uh, beginning with stylists for hair and makeup at Alex Emilio in oh. uh, Royal Oak. 
So they come in, they get their services, they come to the fashion show, and all 22 are paired with fantastic, supportive community mentors. And those are people like Kim, uh, board members, and, and major donors who really understand the needs of our kids. And they are walking the runway together, making it a, a wonderful, comfortable experience for all. And at the end of the show, the children and families are gifted the outfits uh, from Somerset retailers. It's just an absolutely special day. And oh. it all raises money to support our therapeutic programs. It's spectacular. And you mentioned Kim. She she walked with Henry for years. We've watched him grow. And this year she has uh, someone new she'll be walking with, I'm told. Uh, she'll be walking with Wesley. And it is such a heartwarming situation of these boys and girls served by both nonprofits uh, FAR Therapeutic Arts and Recreation, and Variety, the Children's Charity of Detroit. Uh, it is just a wonderful event. And I, I, I thank those major sponsors. Uh, Somerset Collection, obviously. You mentioned Alex Emilio Salon, Chester Street uh, Residences, and Burns and Wilcox. It's this Sunday. The Shine Fashion Show will begin at 2 p.m. at the Somerset Collection South rotunda there on west big beaver road and uh kim and i are going to be there a lot of people are going to be there we hope that we will see you there everybody is invited and you can purchase tickets starting at uh, 35 dollars. tell me more about the purchasing of the tickets so tickets are available both online on our website which is variety-detroit.com you can also get them at the door so if you're shopping back to school this weekend Simply swing by the South Rotunda around 1.30. We're happy to welcome you in. Um, and a $200 ticket, a benefactor ticket, will actually help provide a camp sponsorship for a child. So uh, we really invite everyone to come out and experience this beautiful moment with us and uh, enable our kids to keep doing wonderful things. Year after year, we see kids come to this show, and every year they get better and better, and it's just a bright day for everyone. So we hope well, everyone will join us. Not to sound corny, they shine. Uh, they these do. kids, these kids have big, bright smiles. It's on a wonderful, their faces. happy day. It is that. It is that and more. And uh, I just hope people within the sound of my voice right now will make an effort to be out there at the Somerset Collection South Rotunda this Sunday, August twenty seventh. Uh, come about one thirty. The fashion show starts about two. And uh, it will bring great joy to your heart uh, with the ticket Aww. starting at $35, uh, variety-detroit.com. You can call 248-258-5511, 248-258-5511. And uh, the benefactor tickets, $200, which uh, pays for camp for each uh, child. Each There's a, a child you'll be sending to camp with that 200 bucks, And uh, it's the best 200 bucks you could spend. Everything all set? Are you all ready to go for Sunday? We're ready. We're ready. We just need everyone to join us, put your hands together, and enjoy the show. Uh, and and it will be heartwarming to do that. You will enjoy yourself with with the children and families of Variety and of FAR, uh, those Variety Detroit and FAR community mentors, family, friends, community supporters. It is a very happy uh, experience. If you've never experienced it, come Sunday. There's enough tough things going on in our world. This is something that's not tough. It's something that's spectacular. 
Sunday, this Sunday, the Shine Fashion Show beginning at 2 p.m. at the Somerset Collection, South Rotunda. So get there about 1.30. Give whatever you can give. It will be greatly appreciated. Anything else we need to know, Michelle Murphy? You know, just thank you for all you do, shining a light on our kids every day. It takes a village, and uh, we're so grateful to have you, Kim, your listeners, your supporters. Uh, We're looking forward to the Paul W. Smith Golf Classic next month. It's going to be a wonderful fall ahead. Our 20th uh, anniversary, matter of fact, and you are one one of the groups that gets some money out of that. We need to raise some more money. We're doing our best. Um, and uh, we will look forward to seeing you this Sunday, Michelle. We look forward to seeing you, Paul. Thank you so much. All right. Michelle Murphy, the fabulous executive director of Variety, the children's charity of Detroit. So many good people there, and Kim, of course, on their board and been with them for a long time, and she always looks forward to this. I always look forward to this with you, noon to two, but if you can't be here noon to two, go to thegreatvoice.com, download the podcast. It matters. TheGreatVoice.com. Get the podcast every day. Thanks to the team, the team, the team. Dave Rieger, Brian Morton, Danielle Mason, Rich Luzinski, Jason Fistler, Marie Osborne, Kim Smith, the Fox News correspondents, WJR contributors. And finally, most importantly, thank you, the best and brightest audience in all of radio. Stand by for news. JR Afternoons with Chris Renwick. And make it a great rest of the day and weekend as you make each and every day count each day as a gift. Regards, Paul W. Smith.